Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Hallelujah. So this morning, I would like to talk to you very briefly on what I have titled, God is my protector. God is my protector. Psalm 91. Now, a lot of us believe so much in what we see. We believe so much in what happens in our environment. I was just going through this scripture on, on Friday and the, the, the need for me to share, share it with you. Father, I pray that your word will give us grace this morning in Jesus' name. Psalm 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will see of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you in his feathers and under his wings shall you take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and your butler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor from the arrow that flies by day, nor from the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, and none shall come nigh thee. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come nigh that dwelling. For he, ha he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Now remember the temptation that the devil gave to Jesus. This was the scripture that he was quoting. To say, why don't you jump down? You know, he quoted this scripture. Okay, verse 12. In their hand they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So he was quoting Psalm 91, 11, and 12. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, and the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. And I will see him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, let me tell you, when it comes to God's protection or God's protective plan, Psalm 91 covers it all. The truth of the matter is that God has an obligation towards you to protect you. So you are protected when you are in God. That's why the Bible says, he who dwells in the in the secret place of the Most High. Where is the secret place of the Most High? The secret place of the Most High is talking about the presence of God. Talking about the presence of God. So, if you dwell in the presence of God, God has an obligation to protect you. In short, by default, you are protected. He now says, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The word Almighty is translated El Shaddai. And El Shaddai means more than enough, or the all-sufficient God. We all know that God has different names. For example, when the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, 
What the God refers to there is Elohim. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Elohim actually means eternal creator. So God has different names, and those different names are used to describe the context and the environment in which, you know, God is being mentioned. That's the way it is. For example, when God told Abraham to go and offer sacrifice to him, and Abraham went to offer Isaac as sacrifice, and Abraham obeyed. When he got there, you know, long story short, God provided another animal, you know, for, for Abraham to do the sacrifice. Isaac was no longer sacrificed. You know, the word God that was used there, or provision, it means Jairi, Jairi, Jehovah. That's where the word Jehovah Jairi, it means God provided. And so if you search more into the scriptures, you know, today I'm not actually doing the names of God, but I'm not trying to give you an, an explanation. So if you check through the scriptures, you'll see names like Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, or Jehovah Rofeka. Jehovah Rofeka means God is my healer. You see names like Jehovah Mekediskum, God is my, my, my righteousness, okay? You, you see names like Jehovah Elohim, Elehinu, plenty names. So in this place, in Psalm 91, it's talking about Jehovah El Shaddai. El Shaddai means God is more than enough for me. So I am telling you this morning, if you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, which is the presence of God, the Bible says, in thy presence there is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there are what pleasures forevermore. I mean, let me explain something to you. The right hand of God actually speaks, is, when the Bible talks about the right hand of God, it's not a place, it's a position. So when the Bible says that Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of God, it means that Jesus Christ is positioned you know, in the, in the very presence of God. When the Bible says, oh, I go and prepare a place for you, you know, where I am, that's where you are going to be. The Bible is, the place that he's talking about, the mansions he's talking about, is not, you know, physical mansions. He's talking about positioning. Praise the Lord. So, you see, when you are born again, what happens is that God positions you in the presence of Jesus, in the presence of of his power in the presence of all the glory that he has. So you must understand that as a believer, because you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, God has an obligation to protect you. I remember years ago when air crash was, a, was very common in Nigeria. There was this day I was traveling from Lagos to Calabar. Then, then I knew that, my God, a lot of people are so scared to die. As we entered the aircraft, the aircraft was so filled up, you know, we're going to Calabar that day, and I saw people bringing out all kinds of things. People praying with different things, just so that they would not die. And so there was a time we approached a turbulence, and, you know, you, see, you could see people calling all kinds of names. Praise God. Nobody wants to die. Hallelujah. But you see... The God that you serve has an obligation to protect you. So whether you are in the aircraft or you are inside a vehicle traveling, whatever the issue is on the road, God is your protector. Look at what it says. Look at what the Bible says. 
He said, I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. He said, surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. From the snare of the fowler. What is a snare? A snare is like a trap. So when I hear people say they don't set trap for me, listen to me. You don't hear what they call you jump and pass. They set trap for you. What do you do? You jump and pass. Any trap with a set for you, what do you do? You jump and pass. Hallelujah. He says, He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. What is a pestilence? A pestilence is a dreaded disease like Ebola, like COVID 19. The Bible says He will deliver you from perilous pestilence. You are not eligible to be sick. One of, the, one of the lies the devil tells you is that the reason why you are, let me tell you some lies that people believe when they are sick. Number one, some people believe that sickness came from God to punish them from their sin. What the sin they committed 25 years ago, God has brought sickness to punish them. And so the devil makes you believe that so that you can accept sickness as a way of life. Listen. God will never punish you with a sickness. It's a lie. Anybody that told you that the reason why you are sick is because God is punishing you for a sin, that is a lie from the pit of hell. Let the person come and tell me that and let him prove it from the scriptures. One of the things that Jesus Christ defeated or took care of, the Bible says, for this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested to destroy every work of the devil. The work of the devil that Jesus Christ dealt with was sin. When Adam committed sin, what Adam actually did was treason. Adam knew that he was actually, Adam knew what he was doing. The Bible says that the woman was with Adam. When, Adam, when the woman took the fruit, ate it, and gave it to the man, the man with her. Adam knew that, you know, this is what I am doing. And so it was beyond, the, you know, in BK they were taught. What is the sin that Adam committed? Everybody will say disobedience. It was beyond disobedience. It was a treason. The Adam decided to follow the devil. And so when he followed the devil, he took the nature of the devil. So it's the nature of the devil that Adam started having. So he was manifesting the nature of the devil, which is sin. So what Jesus Christ came to do, Jesus Christ came to destroy the work of the devil. What work of the devil? The nature of sin. Now, it's the nature of sin that gives you access to hell, irrespective of your good works. That's why the Bible says there is no righteous. No, not one. So there is no amount of righteousness that you are going to express that will make God to accept you. So what Jesus Christ did is to deliver us from the nature of sin. The nature of sin is what is tantamount to sickness. It was when Adam sinned that sickness came, death came, both physical and spiritual death came. God never had the intention for man to die. That is why when we talk about eternal life, listen, how many years are you going to live on this earth? Physical body is, has expiry date. No matter how you use cream, no matter how you use uh, multivitamin, no matter how many ways you drink, a time will come, the body will say, my brother, 
my brother, it is time to leave you. Your, your spirit will say, my brother, it's time to leave you. Your body will only fall off. It is natural. That is why if you look at Jesus, what he came to preach was not the physicalities of this world. He came to talk about eternal life. So you see, another deception of the devil, the devil makes you believe that be comfortable here. You steal money. You do all kinds of things just to be comfortable on this earth at the expense of your soul. You get it now? At the expense of your soul. So 1900 years, if will two last, 120 years, your body fall off. Where's your spirit going? That's what you should be asking yourself. Where's your spirit going? Where's your spirit going? So, what Jesus Christ did is to deliver us from all of those things, the oppression of demons, the suppression of demons, the affliction of disease. Are you getting it now? including spiritual death. So he now gave us eternal life. Hallelujah. So therefore, what God sees when he looks at you, what he sees is not necessarily your good deeds. What he sees is Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus that he sees. If God cannot see Jesus, I'm sorry. There's nothing he can do. That's why the Bible says God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the, in, the world, but that through him the world will be what? Will be saved. And the Bible says, he that believes in him is not condemned. But he that does not believe in him is condemned already. Hallelujah. Condemnation is the rejection of Jesus. If you reject Jesus, you are condemned already. So when you accept Jesus, that is when every other thing begins to take place that is good. Hallelujah. Perilous pestilence. COVID-19 is a perilous pestilence. The Bible says it will deliver us from, from it. You know, yes, we are going to observe the protocol and observe all the COVID-19 protocol that we are doing. As we can see, we are all maintaining that. I sanitized my hand this morning. Social distancing covered my... Fantastic. But even if by mistake, eh, it can enter your body, it will die. Because the DNA that you carry is the DNA of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ is what you carry. And you are under a covenant. What covenant is that? The covenant of Psalm 91. He said he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Did you see that? You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor from the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness. Pestilence appeared two times in this place. Nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. He said a thousand will fall at our side. And 10,000 at the right hand, and none shall come nigh us. Do you know how many times God has delivered you from accidents? Do you know how many times they just say, ah, they just finished robbing in this place, and you showed us when you showed up? Do you know that sometimes, you see, let me tell you, the Bible says all things work together for good to them that love God. Do you know that sometimes when you are having delays in life, do not cry, do not regret it, because God might be delaying it. Because there is something he wants you to avoid. Are you aware of that? There is something he wants you to avoid. 
Listen, when you are born again, you are never under any form of disadvantage. Everything will always be an advantage for you. Even when you made a mistake, when you come to God, because God has an obligation to make your life better because he's your father and you are his child, he will turn all things to make sense for you at the end of the day. It's only with your eyes that you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my, my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come nigh that dwelling. What is a plague? A plague is when you are afflicted with something. It's an affliction. They say, ah, he has been inflicted. So when I hear Christians say, ah, I've been on one go that village before. As I go and call the village now, I don't know my leg. My leg, I can't walk again. Those people, they're strong. Go, they want me before. Those people, they're, they're strong. Where, where? Which people strong? Which people strong? When I hear such things, I feel like removing my bed and beating such Christians. Listen to me. It's an aberration. I say this with all anger. It's an aberration as a Christian for you to be sick and you say, now village people put down for your body. The Bible says, any plague cannot come nigh thy dwelling. How you go, you know where, and you say, now village people. Where village people pass, enter. I don't get it. So these are the lies that they have told you. And so people rush to church because they are running from village people. Who are the village people say? Who are the village people? I say they're strong. Go down. My house, if you go there, you will see three score for ground. The man strong. Which man strong? The Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every knee bow. Let me tell you, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, if the name of Jesus cannot save me, I better not be a Christian now. If village people strong past Jesus, why not go join village people meeting? The Bible says, Jesus Christ is the head. It means that when the devil himself is having a meeting, when Jesus Christ show, now master, they call him. That's what they call him. I have given you series, I can give you series of testimonies of how God has delivered me. This God that I'm serving, I'm not, see, I'm not preaching to you because I like to preach. I have plenty of experiences of how God has shown me that, ah, my brother, my son, I know how far. I know how far. Is it when they were operating? They were operating somewhere. And I didn't know. And I show. Mainly I show like this. Things so scattered everywhere. Mainly I show like this. They look me. They say pass. They say pass. They just finished operating when I showed up. Is it accident that God has delivered me? Listen to me. God is obligated to protect you. You cannot die by accident. Boko Haram cannot kidnap you. Hesmen cannot come neither dwelling. Village people cannot afflict you with anything. Because you are dwelling in the secret place of the most high. The level where you dare high past your own. That is the mentality I want you to have. 
somebody fail exam the other day, you say, oh, they have come again. Motor square, they have come again. The other day, a lady came to meet me. And she, she's supposed to be a Christian. And she said she wants to go and look for one man of God somewhere. I said, why? What's the problem? And I know the man of God. He said, I don't know why I'm always broke. It's like people are taking my money in the spirit. This boy, a bad boy. How do they know all these things? People are taking your money in the spirit. As I did now, somebody will take my money for spirit. I don't understand that kind of thing. What did the person they use the money spend? Please, you people just believe all kinds of things. But there are people like that who are thinking like that. I'm serious. The spirit of God is telling me, I know. People like you, some of people here, they are thinking like that. That the reason why you don't have money is because somebody is spending it in the spirit. You don't, people are spending your money in the spirit. That is why you are like this. How can you believe when you are dwelling in the secret place, Pastor Patrick, you are dwelling in the secret place of the most high. Listen, don't get me wrong. Those things exist, but they're not they're near you. That's what I'm saying. The other day, when I was younger, somebody came to give a testimony in church, fantastic testimony, which I like. He said, ah, there was a guy who came to my house, and they said, can I sleep with you? I said, okay, yeah. So, ah, he said, in the night, the angels, they hear the guy, they shout, hey, sorry, hey, 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 hey. They, they beat the guy for night. Poor, 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 blast. And he just, they just, they crash peacefully. Man, he just, they sleep. And when they wake up in the morning, guys, they want to work for you. I nearly died last night. I said, really? What happened? They, 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 they want to kill you. I know that some people cannot sleep in the night because witches and wizards, they use their head to play table tennis for night. I'm aware of that. But listen, when you dwell in the secret place of the most high, witch cannot near you. Now roast, you go roast. In short, if you know any witch, let him come to my house. I can give you, come and meet me, I'll give you my address. If the witch beat me, if I call the, the next Sunday, you see, say, my swell up everywhere. Say, Pastor, not you, I can't, they were to look at it. Just come on for this church, say, the power not there here. I'm telling you the truth. Tell the witch to come. I'm ready. Witch? How witch go to use your head, play table tennis for night, and you come and say, Pastor, pray for me. You don't need prayer, you need knowledge. You don't need prayer, and the knowledge you need. When I word you all finish, you go know how far. You go to look for the witch. Where's that witch, Seth? Where's that witch? <laughs> you go to verse. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me tell you my weak point. My weak point is when you threaten me with something spiritual. You tell me, say, Pastor, or you call my name. I will deal with you. I will say, okay, how you want to deal with me? This night, I would, oh, really, you mean I'm? The other day, you know, I, there was a customer, I don't know what happened. He said, ah, he had something wrong. He had a wrong impression or something. Something happened. And he was raking, raking, raking. The next thing, he said, ah, I will deal with you. He was telling me, I will deal with you. I said, okay. He said, ah, I will deal with you. And I said, both spiritually. And I said, what did you say? <laughs> my, my antenna opened up. <laughs> I, say, I, say, I told him, I said, you want to die. 
you want to die. You, dare, you can't threaten me. No, you will die. Or you threaten my children. You cannot come around me. Which, which power you get? <laughs> Bible says, suffer not a wish to live. Let me close with this testimony. In those days, Archbishop B.A. Darosa, they were going to hold conference of witches in Benin. All the witches in the world, they were going to gather in Benin and hold a meeting. And so one of the very strong witch who was organizing the anchor of the meeting said, said there is nothing that can stop this meeting. So Papa said, ah, this meeting must not hold in Benin. No. And the man said, must hold. Papa, he cannot hold. And the man said, must hold. So when the rake done too much, they now brought them to EBS or NT, one of those stations, to come and, he said, to come, okay, now I know the story. <laughs> to come and uh, rake and talk. So the man said, this meeting cannot hold him, and this meeting must hold. And Papa said, it will not hold. And the man said, listen, even God cannot stop this meeting. That's where he made mistake. Papa said, God does not need to come. I am here. <laughs> he said, God does not need to come down. Me, I did here. And Papa opened the scriptures. I have told him that. He opened the scriptures. He read, suffer not a witch to live. So he said, I want to ask you one question that will determine your destiny right now. Are you ready to answer the question? The man said yes. Are you a witch or not? Because if you are a witch, you are going to die right now. Here. Are you a witch or not? The man fear cutter. He don't feel talk. <laughs> Jesus, ah, oh, Makapata Yabasindi. If you know the power you carry, if you know the power you carry, that will be your emphasis. That will be your emphasis. That will be your boast. That will be your boast. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the man of it talk. The man fear life. The man change mind now. Change mind. Uh, change mind. Is there any witch that I've told you saying I'm midday responsible why you did like this? And you can't go to run up and down. They look for seven days fasting and uh, all night prayer. What are you go do? That's why you are running up and down. No knowledge. Going, somebody threatening you. Threatening you. You they run up and down. You are looking for prophets going to a mountain. Pastor, pray for me. Every, all the pastors don't pray for you for Lagos. <laughs> and you, you think you are making progress. Because one witch, he called himself member of Village People Association. If you know any association like that, let me know. I'm here once Katara. Praise the Lord. Rise up on your feet. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I am under the wings of Jesus. Praise God. I am secure. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me round off with this testimony. You know, you know during the NSAS, you see, God has an obligation to protect you. I didn't share the testimony. You know, I think I was going to share. I just said, okay, let me chill. I think this is the right time for me to say this. Since I'm ministering on the other 
had in mind to share, but let me share it anyway. Listen, during the NSAS, there was this day, my office is at Igomu. There was this day I was driving home and you know, carried some colleagues in the car. So we were going back home. I mean, that's who literally they block everywhere. They all of Costain. That was when NSAS, yes, they were doing street carnivals. They were putting, uh, what do you call it? Speakers everywhere. So they block all the, man, the traffic was bad. So I had to go back to the office via Eric Moore. I parked my cab. Every all our staff, everybody parked cab. You can't move, nowhere to move. So now leg I take go house. So and the that day or the following day or so was when the uh, was it three days the, the lockdown Lagos. Governor said no movement. What do you call that thing? Is it lockdown or coffee? Yes. They locked down the whole of Lagos. And so my car was in the office. And all our colleagues, our cars were in, in the office, you know, because there was curfew. So I woke up one early morning. I think the, it was on a Thursday. This coffee started maybe Tuesday. So Thursday morning, when I woke up, when I woke up, I saw my office group, the WhatsApp group, plenty. <laughs> I said, this early morning, wait till they talk. What's the issue? We message just plenty like that. Usually now when person they do birthday, they go there. As I open them, and I saw pictures. You know, they were going from offices to offices, burning down. That was where they were burning down offices and destroying properties. A lot of our branches were burnt and, you know, a lot of branches were destroyed in the east. And so they vandalized some few things. One of the things that they did all the cars that were parked in my office, they vandalized all of them. They vandalized all the cars. Now, here's the testimony. My colleague that I usually carry called me and said, ah, they vandalized all the cars in the office. So, but people, I said, they not touch your car. The picture I saw, I said, really? And I opened the video. What happened was that the car on this side, they scattered that one. When they got to my car, they jumped them. They jump and pass, my brother. They went to the next car, scatter them. They don't touch my car. Probably say the car over sharp worry ammo, but you know, but the car just there, you know the car now. So they don't touch them. When the, on Sunday I now went to pick the car, here's the testimony. Apart from the fact that they didn't touch the car. As I went to pick the car, the security man I said, ah, bros, now your motor be that. I say, yes. He said, all the motor for this place, they scatter off all the motor. Now let your motor, they not touch you. I say, really? I say, now God. As I was driving out, he said, my brother, if now God, you they serve. That's what he was telling me. He said, if now God, you they serve, continue to deserve him. That was what a security man told me. He said, if now God, you they serve. I say, yes, now God, I they serve. Hallelujah. Praise God. I serve a living God. I don't need to carry Otumok for, for pockets. How? You, it doesn't make sense. God, when they protect you, you go put them inside pockets. Not the problem with that. God, when you supposed to protect you, they your pocket. God, make all this, go past the kids, all those big pockets, they go collect your God from your pocket. <laughs> all those boys, when they collect for they go, don't collect your God. By the time you reach to do a leg bar, you're going to find God everywhere. <laughs> but 
but I serve a God that lives inside of my spirit. Hallelujah. This God lives inside. Praise God. Lift up your hands and shout hallelujah. Give him glory this morning. Just give him glory. Give him glory. He that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. You are protected. Your children are protected. Your house is protected. Your family, they are protected. Your cars are protected. Your company is protected. No evil shall come nigh thee. In the name of Jesus, there is no evil. The snare of the fowler shall not come nigh thee. The perilous pestilence shall not come nigh thee. A thousand will fall here at the right hand, and a thousand will fall there at your left hand. But none shall come nigh thee. The Bible says only with your eyes shall you see, shall you behold the reward of the wicked. You are blessed because you serve a living God. You dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ is Lord. Praise God. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.